Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Happy Friday, everybody. How's everybody doing? I hope you said great. I'm doing great. This is my third show today. Third show. I did two pre-recorded shows uh, that are going to air next. One's going to air next week. And one is going to air Friday. I mean, uh, the 30th. And then the other one will air further out. So I'm real excited about that. But I've been really busy today. And it was kind of warm today. But at some point. Here we go. Let me put that down. There we go. Um. It's cool. Tomorrow's going to be 77, so I'll be out finally working in my yard and doing stuff that I should have been doing when <laughs> it was so hot. So I'm real excited about that, finally get that stuff cleaned up and get, get it all winterized. It would have been nice to be out there during the summer, but just too blinking hot. Anyway, my name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state. And I, did, or I, I, I do have some WD-40, so this is going to stop, even though it kind of adds character. We talk about creepy stuff. Anyway, um, we're 45 strong up and down the state, which means if you have, if you think or you you have a paranormal problem, we can help you out. It may take us a couple days to get to you because California is a big state, right? We've got oceans, uh, beaches, we've got mountains, we've got uh, high desert, low desert, real rules places. So that's why it would take long longer. But if it does take us longer, we do have mediums on staff. Who could phone you and actually, in, you know, in advance of us coming out, who could phone you and talk about what's going on? And in a lot of cases, they can calm the energy down before we get out there. Hello, how's everybody doing? I see see people in my chat room already. Okay, well, quick announcement I want to make is I have the Patreon, the, the address of the California Haunts Patreon down there on the ticker today, and that's because we've got a great offer for you guys over at the Patreon. Not only, as part of the benefits for the Patreon, not only do you get to see shows two, three weeks in advance, you get to have a psychic reading every month. How's that grab you? Would that be cool? Nancy Mass and Karen Clark are available for readings, but the only way to do it is you have to be, you have to be a member of the Patreon. I have three levels. I have a $5 level, a $10 level, and a $15 level. Okay, The $5 level will get you a five-minute reading. That's once a month. You can do. You can come back the next month if you if you want to do it, as long as you got the membership in there. The ten dollar level is a ten minute reading, and of course the fifteen dollar level is a fifteen dollar reading. Can't beat that. Can't beat that. And those that those are that, that's special just through my Patreon. Okay. Um, so if you if that sounds like something you would like, sign on up. Uh, it's patreon.com forward slash California Haunts Radio. That's where you go. Patreon.com forward slash California Haunts Radio. Let me do this real quick. Okay. But I think it's a pretty good deal. You get a five-minute reading, and it's a one-on-one. So you can ask questions in that five minutes. Not much for five minutes, but you can ask questions. Or if you go for the 10-minute reading, of course you can ask questions You know, while the reading is going on. So there's benefits and benefits. And again, like today, uh, one of the videos that I recorded is already up at the Patreon. 
So maybe you can't watch it on October 30th. Maybe you have plans, but you want to see it. So the easiest way to do that is to go over to the Patreon, and you can see it. Okay? That's one of the big pluses. Plus, when I reach 50 members on that Patreon, I got all kinds of stuff. I got T-shirts. I got calendars. I got California Hot Sunglasses. How's that grab you? I'm going to be doing giveaways. When we hit 50, I'm going to, I'm going to do giveaways to the Patreon members. So there's, there's bonuses and benefits to that Patreon. Also, I'm probably going to make my blog. I do have a blog that I'm, I'm, I'm resurrecting. I'm probably going to make that blog part of that Patreon, too, so you get exclusive access to that blog where I talk about everything paranormal. All right? So it's just a thought. If you guys, you know, would like to get a consistent reading every month, that would be cool, right? That would be cool. Every month, come in, get, get a psychic reading. So, again, that's uh, patreon.com forward slash California Hunts Radio. Okay. Let me check some stuff. I see the chat room's active. Let me take a look-see. Okay, I'll look. Let me see what's going on in my chat room. So, we're looking. <sighs> Okay, we'll talk. We'll talk. We see afterwards. It's all good. I see what's going on. Okay, thanks, Dante. Anyway, um, we're going to be talking about Day of the Dead today, and we're going to be talking about the holidays. Do our relatives come visit us on the holidays? It's something I always want to know, and I've heard rumors that they do, but I'm not, I mean, I'm an empath. I'm not that type of psychic that can say definitely the people come around during the holidays, but I would like to think that they do because my mother really loved Christmas. She really loved Halloween. And I got stories about that to tell you guys in the middle of all this, about my mother visiting during those particular holidays. I'll, I'll tell you how I know, but uh, I would like to think that that the role here, that I have a full house, you know, so let's find out. I'm not the one that knows about these things. Nancy's the one to go to for this stuff. So let's do it. Hi, everybody. And we have uh, Lorna. I should have my glasses oh, on also. Hello, Lorna. Lorna. Yeah. Hello, girl. Um, I hope it's a woman. I apologize if it's a man. It is. Lorna Beckwith. Okay. Okay. And then the other one may be advertising. So that yes. is, uh, yeah, and advertising toward. I don't know, another different kind of group. But anyway. Um, it's, it's advertising offered to improve my show on Twitch. Oh, okay. I don't, so that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. Cool. Uh, anyway. Uh, I, uh, anyway, <laughs> from this point on, I won't be able to watch the comments um, because I have the notes for the show. I did look up just, and read just, up on. Just to, just, just to let you know something, okay? And you know me well enough to know I'm not lying when I say this. I gave up a real good uh, feed on, on – um, God, I'm so tired today. I gave up a really good feed on TikTok just now because I'm a Disney freak. Everybody knows this. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Disney nerd. I'm a Disney adult. And they were having this great conversation about Phantom Matter in Paris Disneyland. And I was just so into it. And I thought, oh, I got to get out now. Crap. Thank God, they're gonna make it, thank God it goes up on YouTube in a couple of days. But, I mean, I was really into this. So I'll let you just go ahead. Okay, yeah. I, I guess I missed out. Um, you had a chance to join conversation and you had to do this show. But yeah. 
Oh. <laughs> to leave in the middle. I had to leave in the middle. This, this other, this other thing I was watching. That's okay. I'm just saying. It's just. It, it was like, I gotta do the show. I know it, but dang it, why now? Now, now, you don't want to talk about this? Stuff. Well, you want to copy and paste the link so you can talk to those people later for sure. Uh, Shari, you did have a fast show. Share your story, and then I'll go on to what I have. Okay. So, yeah. Do they, you know, do do they come back to visit? Yes. My mother, um, I think most people know the story, but my mother is that when she passed away, I bathed her in a certain soap so I could recognize when she was present in here. And the last, she's, she's been gone, what, almost three years now? I think it was oh my 99, gosh. just before COVID hit. It's amazing. Yeah, the May before COVID hit. Yeah. And I noticed that Halloween, because I always do a big deal Halloween. I do Halloween like Disney. It's crazy. It's insane. And... I notice when I'm out front checking out my stuff, I can smell her. She likes Halloween. Yeah, she's there checking out my Halloween I, stuff. Yeah, I can I can feel that. <laughs> Christmas, same thing. I can I can tell when she's here at Christmas because I can I can literally smell her. So I know they come around, but the question is, you know, what relatives come around, what relatives don't come around, and why are they? You know, what's the whole point of it all if you're dead if you're not here with us? You know. Well, so yeah, um, you know everybody. I have known Char for a really long time. And I got to know her mom. I didn't visit with her very often, but when she was taking care of her father, the mother was involved and I got a lot of stories of the family, you know, and I almost know her. And when, yeah. as a spirit person, I see her so much in the house, I go, oh, she's sitting here. She's walking around the house and the dogs are looking in that space where she's sitting. It's just really, amazing to me how much time spirit people spend with us so tonight we'll briefly go over um i read up on this day of the dead and it appears it is celebrated the end of october 31st and the first and the sixth and then some areas they do the seventh or eighth ninth something or other but clearly it is uh, all encompassing um the neighborhood the, the house with three or four families living in there everybody's involved the neighborhood's involved the county is involved i'm talking about the the country of mexico right. and it's a it's extensive exciting how much can you cook and how much can you eat and put it out for the spirit people and the key is that spirit people miss eating and they miss the jubilant of celebrating and they want to be around people who do uh, defining this um, day of the dead now some cultures are very uh, reserved in their cultural um, celebrating um, and clearly in the Chinatown where they have the dragons going up and down the street you know there's people around because they like the energy that we expel by the excitement of being around and it energizes them it's kind of like oh that word psychic vampirism is not a good word but it's what they do but on a softer way it vigorates them and a lot of times you'll have, and that's a really good point, during a celebrating time, I wonder if we could do an investigation. The thing is, there's so much noise and activity. How could you pick up somebody? But mm -hmm. uh, I, I would be curious if people have had celebrations that were um, like the dragons in the street or Fourth uh, of July where everybody's barbecuing, having a little too much to eat, and then they have the fireworks. Can we pick up? people in the round that we cannot see. I suspect if there's a way to sort out them, they would be of a higher vibrational energy. They would be mm -hmm. taking it from us. Mm -hmm. um, the grandbabies in my family are 
very high energy, boom, 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 uh, five and seven year old, the two twos with the leotard look. <laughs> I, I can't remember. I think one year they were um, the maiden under the sea costume. I mean, they're just so girly. It's just so much fun. And everybody's going, ooh, and ah, and over them. You know, there's family around watching. Mm -hmm. um, I want to add something really quick about the food. Oh, you were yeah. talking about the food in Mexico. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I don't know if you heard this because you because of your cemetery tours over there, you know, Broadway. Mm -hmm. But there is a, I believe it's Chinese or Japanese. I don't know which. But there's a store, <laughs> or there used to be a store somewhere along Broadway or along Freeport over there. Okay. Okay. Where they they regularly put food out for their deceased uh, relatives. Absolutely, and that's more common than you realize in other countries. Mm -hmm. um, when I started reading up on it, the uh, ceremonies of um, celebrating the dead, and there's mm -hmm. different t titles, different things, different ways we celebrate. In some cultures, they put a shrine up in the house. It's very calm, very pr protected little area. It's very mm -hmm. serene, and I think sometimes that actually gets a better result, um, better uh, visit. Because the people who are quiet and serene, the spirit people can come in and maybe they have a sense of them. And I have heard this people and I'm going to go and what I'm talking about tonight, I'm bringing this up. We're going to talk about a few more minutes, but I want to explore and give you some ways to invite your family members to show up. Now we're assuming they're just all going to show up, but spirit right. people, and just recently I've had a lot of spirit people, people coming uh, some people will say, "This is I'm going to talk about you. you. Better show up," and they do. Sometimes they don't. I have one lady. Um, she talks to me once a month, and her brother uh, died seven and a half years ago, and he's not coming around so much. He kind of makes me think he's going in time to different lifetimes, and that's a whole different story, a uh, whole show where we can go back and experience different lifetimes and different eras. And of course, they go back and they're gone. But then they stay around. They don't necessarily come to the forward to this time frame. It's just so fascinating. So anyway, getting back to the celebration, when she says, is he showing up for my birthday? I went to say, I only see is your dad. Well, how about mom? Uh, mom's not there either. And I go to a place thinking, well, don't they love me anymore? Well, I want to bring to you a few movies I always seem to uh, suggest you watch is um, uh, Robin Williams. And his wife, he has killed in a car accident. What dreams may come, should have said that first. And she's at the grave site of Robin Williams. And he comes up behind her and he touches her shoulders. Oh, darling, I miss you. Something. And she repels and she cringes because she can feel him. She's frustrated. She's angry. She's grieving. And to have all his grief on top of hers, she oh. couldn't handle it. And he backs up and he says, I've got to leave you alone because you have to heal from me. And then he goes back to his vision of his, um, of his heaven. And in those times before he finds out that she has killed herself at the end of the movie, he is visiting and finding his children who were killed prior to him leaving. And that really reminds us. And I had a lady friend. I am making a point of this, everybody. I probably should start at the beginning. <laughs> I get Like everybody else, women have a tendency to start two or three threads of thought um, in the Wikipedia, Day of the Dead is prayer, and Wikipedia looked it up, Day of the Dead. It has a sentence, prayer and remembrances of friends and family members who have died. There was more written. In essence, that's really what it is. But we can also have prayer and remembrances of friends and family 
any day of the week. Um, <clears throat> I don't know about a lot of you, but at my age and unfortunately Shara's age, our parents have passed away. And it's amazing to me, she died in 09, my mother, that as time has gone on, I seem to want to pick up the phone and call her. Now, clearly she may be in the room and saying, Nancy, I'm here. And she pops in a lot. But those times when it's really quiet and I don't feel her, yet I miss her. So I think as time goes on, we want to remember our family members and give them the status that they deserve. Uh, my father was killed in 55 by a drunk driver. And I do remember him. I can't sense him anymore. Um, that is, that's for another show also. It mm -hmm. has been speculated that spirit can go into two or three lifetimes at the same time. And I'm not sure how that works because when I put my mind to where they are and they're talking to me, I only see them. I don't see their life force uh, tittered out to two or three different lifetimes at the same time. Mm -hmm. um, I'm getting to believe there's a parallelism in our universe that's possible, that there's more than one of us at the same time on a parallel universe. Not sure how mm -hmm. it works, but every once in a while, it feels like I slip from this place to another place and it happened recently but that's not for tonight's show we will talk about that later <clears throat> i love how they celebrate and some cultures have shrines in their homes with giving of reverence and respect some cultures even bring their dead bodies to have to a get together and this i love all the educational shows on tv i'm addicted to every travel every history and there's some cultures different parts of the world where they dig up the bodies and they clean them and they put new clothes on them and they say mom and dad sit down we're going to have a dinner we're going to put food right in front of you um i don't know if i was a spirit person I'd like to see the remains of my earthly boundary bounds i'll put in new clothes every every year or so but uh, -huh. uh it is done in some countries with a lot of reverence and respect and they don't exclude those dead relatives um in our culture and as some many others uh, cream, uh cremation is very acceptable now in fact the kids uh -huh. uh, i talked to them and, they, and the idea of being put in the ground i don't know about you but that ain't going to happen to this whole broad. I just don't like that idea. And so uh, in some cultures, they always put a platter at the table. Uh, some of the Norwegian and those directions, it's not excluded. Um, old practices, family would put a plate and an empty chair for those who have recently passed. And I have, uh, in my grief counseling, uh, all the years I've done that, I've also included that is like, allow them to be part of your family as long as you're not overly grieving i'm going to address that as with recently deceased pets and i've always encouraged people to lose pets um leave out a bowl with their food in it of course if you have their animals they eat it up you have to put the bowl out uh water dish uh, for at least a week as well as their toys and their bed i have found over time that when i'm talking to people who've lost pets a grieving process just like human child no you you'll say no it's not i've talked to women who grieve um there is and a gentleman i've talked to who have grieved profusely um and people who don't have children they're raising animals absolutely that bond emotional bond um i listened to a gentleman i forgot his i would give him credit i forgot about mentioned him tonight and he's on reincarnation and he was talking about the grieving process for um 
humans to animals and where they are in heaven. And I've seen a lot of animals, a lot of animals in heaven. Um, Dolores Cannon uh, put a book out. She also believes that animals have one heaven and humans have another heaven. In the visions that were given to me by people passing through the portal, I've seen animals and humans together. So I guess I'm going to go there because why would they present a false picture to me? You know, spirit people have no, and it's been over and over. What, Char? Okay. When my father had his in the E at Kaiser, he had triple pneumonia. And okay. he, he, he went to a, he coded. And he says while he was lying in bed, he looked at the foot of his bed and there was a German shepherd there. Ah. Uh. And he realized it was this dog that he got right after World War II. It had been a military dog. And ah. he was able to, to access it. So he had it for years. His name was Laddie. And he said he got, he, he left his body. He got out of bed, walked over, played with the dog for a while, was petting the dog. And then this, and then this, this tunnel opened up and he could see the bright light in the tunnel. Oh, he had a and choice. So, yeah, no, what happened was, so the dog all of a sudden turns to go. So he just, my dad says, well, I, I felt great. I wanted to go with him, you know, because he could clearly see the doctors working on him. Oh. And a voice came and he doesn't know if it came from the dog or where it came from, but he, uh, the voice came out and said, not your time yet. I hear that from my clients, uh -huh. everything I read. It's amazing. And um, we're going to have to do a show again. I'm finding notes. Remember I told you I'm going to start doing um uh, YouTube, but 10, 15 minute ones of clients. And right. I'm finding stories of um, near death experiences. And, uh, you know, that's what I do. And it's going to be fun. And that is one oh. of the things they say is animals are there. Um, yeah, that's somebody the point I'm trying I to make is that, as you just said about, you know, when, when you're deceased and your animals are there, that's a perfect example of it. Yes. This yes. dog can't as, get him. And uh, someone I know and I trust to give me answers sometimes. Um, I used to be a long distance runner, but I never, I don't, and I have mentioned it lately, but not for years that um, it was during my first marriage and we had a black lab, but oh. the lab would go next door for the German shepherd and they would run together. I never was on a run by myself. I always had these two mm -hmm. dogs and I felt safe that way. Mm -hmm. But the friend said, oh, I see you with a big black dog and you're running. And then next thing she says, oh, you're now you're on a horse. Well, I rode horses too. So the black lab when we were living there kept me company of course she's passed over but it's amazing to me just <laughs> the love you can have for an animal look i going to get choked up those are yeah. probably some of the best years of my life was um not except helping people <laughs> i do uh -huh. this but the love you have for a pet it could actually bring up tears in my eyes uh -huh. um, i was divorced from the dad and i can only vision her being young and I I evidently wore out with the horses and the running I'd run 13 miles she would do 26 you know uh -huh. <laughs> that's the way it was oh this is going to get emotional I hope you people can stay for the rest of this I only have four pages uh, <laughs> we're going to wing it we're going to what we do um okay so uh, granted we do believe families show up for the holiday events and they do but what I'm going to address now is for your satisfaction and you have to go to a place of realizing like the once a month lady i talked to her brother doesn't show up and they had a very mm -hmm. close relationship and it kind of made her mad and i says why are you mad well he 
he, he has to be here for me. I says, why? <laughs> she says, because I says, well, you're a little selfish. Does, isn't he entitled to do his life over there? And it goes back to another reading I did for a lady. Uh, both her parents died. Um, and it was like they were younger, but they had her when she, they got her when she was, uh, when they were older and they were older parents and they both passed away. And after the father passed away, she was angry. And I asked her why, and I'm trying to apply this to your lives who are listening and don't hear it as judgmental. I am mad that my father was killed because how, and this is before I got into this and understood better how I didn't have a father. My mother remarried, but he wasn't my dad. He allowed us to raise ourselves. He had a child by my mother, and that was where his attention was placed. And I always real, realize now as I'm older, I see I raised kids, and then the grandchildren came and everything, that I couldn't give them a grandfather. It, it's, um, it's difficult. It's difficult. And maybe we do get frustrated, angry at the world, and that's not fair. But yet, I've been told by spirit, the day and the hour you leave, there's a window and you cannot go, you can go earlier, later than that. You know, if you're supposed to leave on the 25th and you say, well, not yet. You know, I don't, I don't want to go yet. They could back it up to the 20th or the 15th. But the day that you have to leave, the next day you can no longer give your emotional energy or intellect to somebody. It's like the day I leave, I can no longer influence my children or I can no longer give advice to help people. It's like I've crossed that where I've done enough, you know, enough. And <laughs> put up put up your microphone, Nancy, and your phone. It's You can go home. And that is for everybody. And mm -hmm. it's really hard to hear that. And I don't want anybody to write me a letter and saying your grandchild or your I just ran on Facebook, someone had lost a baby and that's really, really hard. I'm so sensitive to that. Um, I don't like it. Uh, when I was working telephone company, most people aren't aware that put 24 years in. I had a best friend when we were in our thirties and she had, hadn't had a baby. And then she was in her thirties. She finally got pregnant and he, he um, acquired a virus through the birth canal and died within mm -hmm. four or five days. It was like, impossible the unthinkable happened how do you do that how do you grieve you can't you have to you have to learn to be able to live with it and i tell people in that grief process is that you at a point have to put the grief in your hand and you look at it from a distance and you allow that to be there and after a while you you start moving your fingers up and you hold it in your hand i can live because the grief now is here it's not in my chest and then you can put it in your back pocket and wear it and anytime you want to grieve you can bring it out and that's really hard to do, but I've had to do that also. I've lost people in my life. Okay, so um, what I want to talk about now is how we know that spirit people show up, as with my friend, once a month lady. Um, if she wants her brother show up, we have to have a process. And I've told her this. So I want to give you some tools, easy but they're not the same as a ghost investigation. They're not the same as I want to see who, what dead person's in my house. This is mm -hmm. a quiet your mind. And I would like you to pick a quiet, peaceful place without a lot of outside sounds. Now, Char's going to go in her backyard, mow, whatever, next few days. You don't want to live next door to that. 
And so I would like you to not have kids running around, dogs barking in the backyard. Is it okay for you to do it 10 o'clock at night when everybody's asleep? Absolutely. Get up at 4 o'clock. I have a lady friend that gets up at 4 and writes for an hour. Good for her. <laughs> I, I know people that. that to meditate and stuff, they get they, they, they get in their closets. Uh, well, that's works. I like my car. I No, that works I, too. The car's a good place. I, Sounds a good quiet. Yep, you betcha. And uh, sometimes I'll sit in my car, and I'm sure that my my neighborhood people go, "What's that woman sitting in her car for?" <laughs> I go, "Hello, everybody," and I often think of my mother. Anyway, that's it. Um, I sit in my car for by choice. Uh, while you're sitting quietly, if it's possible, I would like you, as with my cemetery tours, I would like you to have a sense of the air. It's important. Uh, sometimes people live near power lines. If that's so, that's your life. That's okay. But I want you to be aware of the power line electricity in the air. Because when your spirit person shows up, I want them you to be aware that their electrical force is going to be double then. Um, yes. And breezes. I wrote a poem of my mother, how I missed her. And in the poem, I was thinking, I wish I'd closed the window so I could have a better sense of her. Well, then I realized after I was thinking of her that the window was closed. It was her brushing against my arm. It was the breeze of her. And you have to be able to discern anything that's extra in your airspace it mm -hmm. is of that spirit person. So I know the weather's been hot in California. We had eight, 88 today, I think. And Sacramento might have had more. Last Yesterday before it was 90-something. So mm -hmm. windows closed, a little more difficult. Make sure it's not the air conditioner. Boom, boom, boom. You don't want that noise either. Um, <laughs> I, I lived in Arizona for a while. And uh, when I got ill with Graves' disease, all your senses are heightened. It's a thyroidism where it goes four to four times. Mine was four to five times elevated from normal. And I could smell, and I can smell, I can smell pancakes being cooked a mile away <laughs> or a barbecue. Just yesterday, I told my husband, I said, someone's having a barbecue. How dare they? <laughs> I said, do we have anything we can barbecue? He's not defrost. <laughs> so we had cow farms around our house. Uh, we lived in the town called Maricopa. If you look it up, it had the highest APA, API in the nation, 365 once. And here in California, 8 to 60 is normal. So the burning around here, and I imagine it's up to 60. So you can't have things in the air that irritate you, like cow smell, uh, rice fields burning. So you have to find a clean spot. And the intention is you don't want your intention off of your space. Mm -hmm. If you can't breathe, you're sneezing. Uh, cow smell or burning. We have burning in the air, which is not good. Um, affects my voice. Uh, you have to find, you have to be really considerate that you want um, response. You have to work a little bit to get to a place where you are that way. And during cemetery tours, we were very lucky, Char. I don't know how many you attended, but I remember thinking how lucky we were and I were caught in a storm. How, what a coincidence. And I would have the people line up. We average 150 to 250. And they would cluster in groups, those who were interested in doing this. Some people just came to watch, not me only, but the, read the tombstones, because very curious, interesting how, going back to 1865 and even earlier, how interesting people's, um, well, the last words or something on the tombstones, very interesting reading. And I would have them 
everybody raise their hand and feel the air. How, how does that feel? Do you get it? You get it? And I would slap it. Do you feel that? Oh my goodness. That made my hand tingle. Tingle. I would pick somebody. Okay. Are you calm down? Yeah. And I would put their hand right into a, a spirit and their light, their face would light up and they go, oh my God, is that what they feel like? I go, yep. No, I wasn't near a light pole. There was one time and I, I remember it so clearly because the spirit man was big, <laughs> a bigger man, <laughs> like food a lot. And I, I put this woman's hand into him and she had come because she had pancreatic cancer and didn't tell anybody, but her girlfriend brought her. And the girlfriend, after she died, the girlfriend wrote below. And she says, of all the people that night, it's on my uh, nancymats.com testimonials. That letter is mm -hmm. in there. Uh, she says, of all the people you chose, she chose my friend who was dying of pancreatic cancer. You made a believer out of her by one gesture. And, and why I do this for a living is I want you as a group of people listening to me is that we do do survive and when i've looked oh by the way cancer i'm celebrating as everybody could would should do um I, this was an event in tempe arizona in 2005 i have a big cancer shirt on <clears throat> and coffee cup uh cancer picked the wrong girl well i was only 39 i wasn't quite a girl but uh in 87 people died and i thought i would changed my life and got me into this. Um, but anyway, um, when you're looking at cancer and you're looking at death, you're desperate for answers. Mm -hmm. And when you can, you can get answers. Um, so find a place that's void of dis uh, distractions. No music of railroad cars, bad smells, etc. All your attention should be on your space before inviting them in, into your space. And that's because I, I don't want you to do this and be frustrated because you can get answers, not necessarily always the first time. And those of you who don't believe in survival, oh, you're in for a treat. If you can remove that doubt and go in with curiosity. When I got into this, um, our belief structure was Catholic. And uh, even though when we got married, there were spirit people walk around the church. And I remember thinking that didn't seem right. And I had mm -hmm. done and gave a lot of readings over the years, but I still had the belief that, you know, it's hard to expect me to say uh, we survive when I had no proof other than that I saw spirit people or I could do readings and, you know, do things. But for some reason we disconnect how we feel and how we believe in, in supernatural events around us. We, we mm -hmm. mark it off as uh, a mistake or something. Mm -hmm. And so, when I got into this, my goal, I think, was to, in this course of readings or demonstrations or conferences or whatever, is to have people realize that these are people with us, but without the confines of the flesh of, of humanness. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's very exciting to think that if you just give it a chance, you will, you will experience it like I, like I have. Someone just came in my room. Well, it's a man. I wonder who. And that's curious because in now tomorrow, when I think of tonight, I can see who it is a lot of about more than half the time I can sense somebody around me because I'm so used to doing this, but my eyes won't allow me to see it because I'm doing something else. Mm -hmm. It's hard to, but I just saw somebody walk in the room in, in the men's clothing. 
Okay. Well, that's fun. I wonder. I'll, okay. 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 Uh, I'd like to keep going. Um, now, there's certain other ways you can do this. Uh, all you tend to be on space before invite them into your space. And now, if it's a family member, there's a few options here. You can find a photograph of that person, preferably singular, not by themselves, because when you have a, a father, mother with a child next, so you're not, your eyes are diverted, it has to be singular. I'd like you to be sitting at a table. I'd like you to be relaxed. If you want coffee, why not? But don't let it distract you. Sometimes just holding a cup of coffee that they liked is enough to mm -hmm. get them there because you're enjoying this. Just like food. Spirit people love food. I, I'm not sure. I know a lot of people like food. I like coffee. So if my daughter came up and said, hey, mama, have a cup of coffee. Why don't you come here and enjoy it with me? Uh, uh, I would probably join her because I would be able to watch her sip. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um get that in front of them. and then very carefully just as you look at them and think of them have a pencil and paper handy i would like you to write down some of the things you remember about that person they like soap smelly soap yeah. um they like uh and i always use this as garlic bread um mm -hmm. i would like you to think of them in that way of things that they would say oh someone's thinking about me i remember the perfumes i wore um i remember the garlic but i love coffee someone's thinking of me very strongly and then that will pull them to you um and i did write that down perfume or aftershave their favorite smell good food that's important because they do want to be around which anybody know me i'm not very my i don't eat well um you know, I inherited that from my mother and didn't, can't eat everything. So it, I don't get a lot of enjoyment out of it. Yet there's some things I do like. Uh, coffee's one of them. <laughs> and, you know, we go out and um, pancakes, you know, sometimes that's good. Um, like inviting them for a cup of coffee. I already mentioned that. Um, you could play in the background their favorite music. Not that you listen to it. You could play it not real loud. But my mother comes from the 1950s. And I remember in high school, I entered high school in 1962. She had Harry Belafonte and um, all the great ballad singers. I, my mind just went blank, a whole bunch of them. Uh, Johnny Mathis, I remember him, and Peggy Lee, um, and all those really good people. So if I wanted mom to show up, I would say things like, oh, mom, I remember I was listening to Natalie Cole and her father sing a song together, say it out loud, because they would have a memory and they want that memory back. It's mm -hmm. not that they lay, lay around thinking and swooning over what they've missed. Um, sure. I would frankly like to look up um, some of their presidents. And there's some famous people I thought I would enjoy looking up like Cleopatra, but that doesn't mean it's all the time. You take a second, go there and come back in time. Right. Uh, and, and I want you to think of it that way. Enjoy them. Uh, think fondly of them. Uh, I would like to write down and then say out loud some of the things that you remember of them. My mother loved to walk. And I would mm -hmm. say, oh, I'd love to be able to take a walk with you, Mom. Uh, she actually died of the effects of osteoporosis. But she, when she lived in Portland, Oregon, I remember entertaining uh, seven floors and they had a conference room and I went there and entertained her whole group of people wow. and she called me up and she oh I know it 
I was describing all the dead relatives and here these people are 70, 80 years old. <laughs> and my mom left, I left um, and uh, my mother called me up. She says, oh, I'm so popular. <laughs> and that's about, that's the way she talked. Oh, they all talking to me. I'm your mom. <laughs> so in talking to my mother, I would say that. And she mm -hmm. used to, uh, after I pa she passed away, she joined me in some um, class where I, I wanted to be on a podium. And one time I was in Sierra Vista, Arizona, showed up on the stage with me, almost had a heart attack. Go, oh, my God. And it was one of those times I was very relaxed. No one had come in and she just bumped in looking mm -hmm. like she was 18 years old. And my, I was told you, my mother's side family, American Indian, she had black eyes and very dark hair, almost black, but not quite big eyes, lots of eyelashes. And she just was, you know, very fun. I, I want that for everybody. It's amazing. But make that list out. I gave you a couple examples how it works and think of them in a good way. What did they like to do? Um, and uh, last idea of that would be a dream. Sometimes people write a little note, mom, I'd like to dream about you tonight. And write it on a piece of paper because that kind of solidifies it in your mind. Before going to bed, uh, ask that they show up in a dream to confirm they will show up or confirm they have been witnessing you in your intent. If your intent is sincere, family will show up. So sometimes when I carefully talk to people that have a little difficult time with the idea, oh, Nancy's kind of loony toony, and I worry about that. I think, oh, and people say, oh, Nancy, how can you do this? And do that. And I say humbly, this is a great responsibility. I cannot ever be wrong. You people pay me not to make a mistake. And though, which is kind of like I live it on the edge of a cliff, you know, I like, I call it being on the cliff. And that's why I want you kids, if you want to do readings for people, get on Block Talk Radio, establish a free show for 15 minutes and just say, anybody show up, you're going to get a minute reading from me. And that forces your abilities to fine tune. And so you pay me enough to be wrong. And I don't see people if I, someone calls in a um, funny noise in the background. Sorry, everybody. Um, is that you could describe people with a phone because your energy, you put your mind to them and you back mm -hmm. out and you see who's around them. And I know I'm not insane, but sometimes I think, how is it possible I can do this? Mm -hmm. So my intent is very sincere that I want to help you with your spirit people. I want you to feel the same way. You may think you're crazy if you feel something or smell something or have a sense, but you're not. And if you're sincere and knowing that they are here, they want you to know. Now, the downside is I want you to know it's them. I want you to remember what they smelled like. I want you to feel, how did they hug me? How did they come into a room? Did they rush in? Oh, I'm so glad to see you. The bell hug. I've known people like that. You betcha. Or did they, were they gentle? My mother was very quiet, very, <laughs> a little like me, very quiet, though I get wound up on shows sometimes. But normally she was a very peaceful person and I take after her that way. It was very easy to sit with her. Mm -hmm. But I remember, but she comes in the room. I have a sense of her because when you hug your mom or grandma or for women to touch base or hug your uh, son or your Pathway, hopefully not uh, a male in your family. You have a sense of smell of them. Everybody has a scent, so it's it's like I want you to remember that hundred percent. And then when they do show up, um, I want you to 
not think you're crazy. Invite that feeling and you'll be rewarded. Um, now I'm going to speak of something I brought up earlier. This is more difficult. Please do not be remorseful, selfish, wishing they had not died and stayed for you. If you're mm -hmm. demanding to come back, because how dare you leave? How dare you? And I deal with women who look at the death of a spouse as they deserted them. They abandoned them because we all marry at the time we marry of putting a, I call the movie for our life. And we project how we think we'd like the life to look like. And I married uh, my first husband, high noon mass Catholic wedding <laughs> forever, <laughs> you know, and didn't last forever. And I will own a divorce happened, had to be some of my fault. Someone say, not necessarily Nancy, I know you, but yet I'm not going to put 100% on my spouse. So we don't always get to have the movie we project for our life. <laughs> so you can't necessarily, oops, what's happening here? You can't necessarily blame that person, but you can't blame the person if he dies either. Um, and I brought that up earlier about people who are, and Robin Williams, how he came and hugged his wife and then he had to move away. When you call these people, it's because you rejoice in the fact that they're free of their flesh right. and that right. they are, you are welcoming back into your life to companion with you if you want. So I wrote here, please do not be remorseful, selfishly wishing they had not died and stayed there for you. And I brought that up earlier, but I had to co coach somebody. I almost scolded her. Can't be selfish. That was their time. You were to grow and allow yourself to be the woman you are today because they were gone. Mm -hmm. Allow them to be in spirit without feeling guilty for leaving you. This is very important. Uh, if you are too sad, they will not come. And I have had to talk to people. I had a lady, uh, the mother died, and she was so upset but she was more upset for dad and she says how is dad go now if you're listening you know who i'm talking about young lady <laughs> if you if you listen to this this is all positive anyway she she called and said i'm so upset for dad mom had cancer and they were living downstairs in this woman's house in forever and other relatives didn't want any responsibility mom and dad and I had to be very gentle with her. I said, dad is very happy for her. See how I'm going to word this? Dad is very happy for her. And he's so excited now that he can have the bed for himself. And he's excited the idea that maybe you're going to move him to a senior complex. And he can get, because he felt tied to her. He mm -hmm. felt obligated to be there every minute. She took years to die. It was um, very, very difficult for the family. And I had to coach my friend. I said, do not think that he is as sad as you are. He had your mom a lot longer than you did. And in some ways, we have to rejoice mom being free of the confines of the body that was diseased. But now dad is now in a place where he's got to learn more about himself. Mm -hmm. See, so she can invite mom back. But don't think that that dad is so unhappy. I've heard of people passing away within six months to a year. And um, one of our ex-presidents is ill. And I, I felt like the 
the wife would leave within six months to eight months, something like that. And I've already told people that. And that's because they just can't live without each other. But there's many people who have partners that die and they go on and on and on because that is not their story of their life to leave. Mm -hmm. So you need to allow that dad to take his walks, to eat what he wants. I don't care if he eats a dozen donuts every day. That is his gift for himself at 85 years old or whatever it is. And, and welcome mom for the holidays. Uh, that's hard to say. That's hard to say. Um, but we have to be more open and it's not always a terrible grieving process. The last thing I do want to, um, oh, I want to say, <laughs> spirit people can also give you uh, butterflies, be, uh, bees, uh, b uh, birds. Um, for me, I got in a car one day and I had something and my mom uh, put on on the radio, it's happened more than once, her favorite song. And it was a Nat King Cole song, if I remember right. It's been maybe 15 years I've been taught, thinking of her. I got in the car and her music came on. And I went, oh, mom. Oh, mom. Imagine I'm not the only time other people listen to this go, oh, that happened to me. So butterflies, favorite music on the radio, um, other animals. Um, mostly I hear... Um, Lady, uh, I had a lady who said ladybugs. Uh, I've had people say dragonflies. I've heard people say butterflies. I've heard say bluebirds, blue jays. So it seems like a symbolic thing, pigeons, um, mm -hmm. that kind of a thing. Um, Trying to think of anything else. That's about all I could think of. And the last thing I want to talk about, which is also very important, is they have to prove to you that it, they are them. And I would mm -hmm. like you to remember how they hugged you. I brought this up earlier. Uh, you must be extremely cautious that when trying to contact the dead, especially when grieving, remember I said grieve, mm -hmm. not just for the loss of your loss of them in your life, but you allow them not to have to carry the burden of flesh anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and they will have exciting adventures. You can travel time. You can travel other planets. It's, mm -hmm. it's kind of like the great new adventure of my mom's last words. I'm off to a new grand adventure, something like that. Very fun. Um, uh, I think that people are more vulnerable for the bad spirits to attach to you. And we're talking Karen Rothstein of uh, Lincoln, Roseville. She has an office in Roseville. Um, that there are spirits who are very unhappy because they miss life so much. And they didn't complete what they thought they should have, would have done. And they're looking for people to attach to. And, and sometimes it's alcohol or cig. I had a lady attachment. She was um, drinking. We think of a bit of man. And it has been, but it was so unusual for her. And um, that'll be one of the stories that Cam Rossi and I are putting in a book. But venerable spirits will attach to you mm -hmm. if they feel like you're grieving. And it could be for grieving, but it could be for also um, your vulnerability. Now, how does that happen? I don't know, but I do believe it does. So make sure you have some kind of proof of them. Their smell, uh, the way they touched you, um, they bring you proof of butterflies, whatever it is they said they would bring to you. Um, make sure it's them before you invite them into your life. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, how do you protect yourself if that hasn't happened? 
Um, I, you know, that's all, um, some people say get in the shower. Uh, I have a spa that I've been using for years since I started this. And I used to get in spa more than I have recently. Um, I guess that can happen. Uh, if you really feel down and you know what, it, don't know for sure, change your vibration. And I've all, I've told people, Lauren Hardy is the best laugh I've ever had. Of course, you could Jerry Lewis of my generation. But if you like Saturday Night Live, you can laugh. Absolutely. There's been a couple of movies on late now. I thought, oh, my God, they're so funny. Oh, of course, they're old movies. Um, Jack Benny and Bob Hope and some of the movies they have. I've just seen a couple of old movies. I think, oh, my God, that's so funny. And I'm not one to laugh out loud, but your vibration it changes. And sometimes you need to think about how to do that taking a walk in the sun, visiting grandchildren or whatever it is that makes you happy, going, just taking a drive, change your vibration after being in a grieving space for so long and get yourself out of that uh, low vibrational uh, moment. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's, that's it, kids. I covered what I wanted to cover. I don't think I left anything out this time. Right. Sometimes, sometimes okay. we get distracted. I look at my notes, I go, oh my gosh, I forgot to say that. Well, you know, from the stuff that I hear from different psychics, you know, that I've uh -huh. worked with in the past, you know, talking about the holidays and Nancy Bradley in particular, the celebrity psychic Nancy Bradley. She's the one that brought that up to me and asked me how my house feels like at Christmas time. And I said, well, it feels full, I guess, you know, it feels like my house. And <laughs> she says, like uh, yeah, and she said, that's what she said. She said, well, you'd be surprised how many actually show up to your house for Thanksgiving and, Easter and all this stuff. Yeah. And I, I, it never really occurred to me that they would hang out at the holidays, but they do, you know? So it's, it's interesting to think about. Um, Day of the Dead, that's another thing. Uh, from I, I came across some stuff on that about uh, they believe their loved ones are returning, especially their, their, their deceased daughters and things like that. You know, where, well, so so it's a similar kind of deal, only it's over in Mexico. So um, like Nancy says, everybody does it. They had a wonderful, I haven't seen it. I saw previews of it. Disneyland, mm -hmm. Disney, I think, put it out. It was a a story of Day of the Dead. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. I can't remember. I'm keeping a cat down here. Uh, with Mexican celebrations and when the kids dip, gets into the land of the dead and visits all the dead relatives. Mm -hmm. yes. And that's really fun. We Shark gave me this idea, everybody, because the week before, uh, I was we were talking, and I don't know what the topic was that was, and a young woman showed up all dolled up and she oh, had yeah. what we call a celebratory clothing on of an mm -hmm. era and that i'm not familiar with but it wouldn't be something that someone would live every day in it was right. a very full skirt with a lot of colors it had the white bodice top with colors around the bodice and i says oh she's in the celebrating and i didn't know i don't know until shark told me this is the month that they start the dead, um, night of the, what is it called? The Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead, what, yeah. Day of the Dead celebrations. And a lot of the areas, cultures start on the 31st. Not that it's Halloween necessarily, but it's that right. time of year. And then right. it goes into the 1st and through the 7th or 9th. It depends mm -hmm. on what province people are in. So I feel like Char's mother's side of the family must have had a relative that was in celebrating mode who showed up and I've never seen her before. Now, Shar promised me that life got in the way that she was going to do um, automatic writing to find who she is. 
Yeah. Well, it's kind of late because I don't see her now. <laughs> you could say she could. She could be lurking. I'll ask my oh, other relatives. Maybe. Right. I'll ask, ask my other relatives. Um, it's kind of hard to know because I think that if if it's your mother when she was a child, you know, 10 years, 12, 15 years old, who knows, right? So um, what generation? Who was it that dressed up around you that night? Um, so it's really, it's exciting to me to be able to live in two existences. Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of responsibility when people ask me, but it's also exciting because I, you can learn so much. I encourage people, if you want to get into this, make sure you practice all the time and uh, find different ways of re doing readings. And Blog Talk Radio, I'll promote them. I don't expect anybody to pay, but they used to offer half hour free. I'm not positive they do anymore. They maybe only 15 minutes. I, I don't know. It's been so long since you and I are on, Char, that mm -hmm. um, they keep at, sending to me, uh, we'll give 50% off for six months. It used to be a year. So <laughs> Yeah, I get that. I would get those too. Can I like it here. Yeah, I like it this way too. Oh, I like it here. I like it here. So you guys are sliding into the weekend. Everybody's going to yep. be buying pumpkins and candy and decorating their yards and doing all this stuff. I'm no different. Like I said, I'm going to be mowing my lawns and get everything ship shape. And the next week I'm hitting the Halloween art, you know, to, to get into that. The only thing I've never gotten, and this is something that I don't know why I've never gotten. My mother, you know, never celebrated the Day of the Dead. And as I oh, grew up, took, that's surprising. Took, took, took Spanish classes in school. That's how I learned about it. But what I've always wanted to get was a candy skull. And I've never gotten one to this day. A sugar skull. Oh, I don't think I've ever seen one. Yeah, they sell. Um, you can, I, was, yeah, I don't think main, mainstream stores do it. But you can go to like like the different say. stores like, that are Spanish or Mexican oriented. And they sell um, what, these, these sugar skulls. Why not? And how come your mom did... Why wouldn't she celebrate, do you think? I don't know. I mean, one of these things where I, I I don't know. She just never did. And I think because she was, you know what? I think she was the youngest out of her whole family. And the youngest usually gets out of doing everything, you know? So she didn't have to be involved in oh. any of that. And, and like, she, she very seldom cooked Mexican food here. Very seldom. Very seldom. Mm. I don't know if that was a thing about you know, my dad not wanting it or what. But she very seldom cooked Mexican food here. And what she did, it was really good, but you know, maybe his taste was just different. He, father was from his yeah, family. She cooked, from a lot, she cooked a lot more Hungarian food than, than she Hungarian. did Mexican food. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She cooked a lot more. She was really good that at That determines, too. you know, your direction too. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't into the Mexican cultural celebrations. Who knows? Well, the other thing that's cool is Christmas over in Mexico because. Oh um, yeah. Big time they, celebrating. They make that pie or that cake. Cause they have their get togethers and they put a little plastic baby in the cake, a little doll. I, I don't never know this. And the idea behind it is, is that if you're at the party and you get the piece of cake with this baby in it, oh. that's the baby Jesus. Well, if you get that piece of cake, you have to host the party the next year. <laughs> I love it. I like that. And what I think is cool too, is it's a tradition even at Christmas where uh, this is Mexico where they'll have a, a family. They'll have Mary on the on the donkey. They'll have a donkey. They'll have a Joseph. And they go door to door to the businesses looking for a place to stay. Okay. That's so fun. Everything. It's I, you, cool, I, think, you know, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. Different cultures. Yeah. Different cultures. 
Anyway, let's get a quick repeat on this. The California Haunts Patreon, California Haunts Radio Patreon. We're looking to expand this thing, and one of the ways that uh, we're, we're doing this is psychic readings. People that join at the $5 amount will not only get a, a five-minute psychic reading, they will also get early early bird access to the videos like I did three today. You'll get early bird access to those things before they even air. And again, we're going to start bringing people on, guests over there, to do one-on-one -on -one chats, chats that you don't get to do in this format. So we're going to be doing that over. The, we're doing that over there as well. But I mean, where where else can you get a psychic reading from a great psychic like Nancy or Karen Clark Karen, for five absolutely. bucks? Five minutes for five bucks. Ten minute and level. That's introductory. Yeah. That's not going to be yeah. permanent. Yeah, it's no, not going to no, be no. there forever. Just like the ten dollar level ones, that's not permanent. No, and the fifteen dollar mm -hmm. level ones aren't permanent. We want to get you guys in there. I think once you get over there, you'll like it. Like I said earlier, when when we hit fifty members, I've got a bunch of stuff to give away. Really cool stuff. So we're going to uh -huh. be doing a lot over there. So I'm looking forward to, to working more on, on the Patreon as well. I love this show. I love the Patreon. I love the show Karen and I are going to be doing. Busy, 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 and busy some more. So just a reminder. So if you want to do that, I mean, five bucks is five bucks, right? So it's patreon.com forward slash California Hunts Radio. It's that simple to sign up. And uh, like I said, you get a five-minute reading. And, you know, like you can ask questions during that reading. Uh, or if you go to the ten minute, uh, the $10 level, you can ask questions during the $10 reading. So, I mean, it's more of a one-on-one -on -one with Nancy and Karen. Or Karen. You know, to do that stuff. It will be on the All group. Right. Yeah. The group. Yeah. All right. Anyway, that being said, it's Friday night. And I'm going to go have dinner. And then I'm going to come back in here and work. I have to set up the shows. Oh, yes. I have a big announcement to make. Big announcement. Sunday, I will be reading the the, the end of um, Omnipresent, What Happened Next. We're going to be starting another book. One of my guests, if you guys remember, one of the guests that was on this week offered, you know, said it was okay to read his book. So we're going to do that. But, because leading into the holidays, because of course I'm, I'm still looking for a, a holiday-themed ghostly kind of book that, that mm. I need permission to read. We might just end up reading last year's. I don't know. But, uh, you know, at least I'm trying to find something. But on Monday, you guys all need to be here at 6.30 p.m. Pacific because my guest is going to be David Ullman. Who is David Ullman? Yeah. David <laughs> Ullman and his family bought some property up in Los Angeles on Cielo Drive. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And they built houses on this property. And to this day, I, I know you guys have seen this stuff on TV. Ghost Adventures has been out there. Ghost Hunters have been out there. But we're going to be talking about Sharon Tate and the Manson murders that occurred there and the, on those properties. Because his house, David Oman's house, is, is noted in the paranormal world as the Oman house. And it is very, very active. So he is yeah, agreed to come about, on the I'm, show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he will be on Monday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. So just keep yeah. that in mind. Keep that in mind. All right. Otherwise, I'm going to let you guys go because I've done three shows today and I can feel it. <laughs> I love doing these shows. But three is a bit too much in one day. So I'm, I'm looking forward to well, the, a couple hours off for dinner and then back to work. But I want to thank you all for coming. I really appreciate each and every one of you. 
Thank you for the likes. Let's see who we got here. Thank you for the likes, Pamela Schmidt, Marisa Haynes, and my good friend who was a guest on this show, Byron Lacey. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But again, I will see you on Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific to read the, the, the last of that book and may, maybe start the new book. We'll see. Uh, but definitely, you know, Monday we're gonna we're gonna we got we got some good lineup of guests coming up next week. So leading up to Halloween, it's gonna be some. Thank good you stuff. for coming, ladies. Yeah. Nice to see you in the chat room. I've been seeing your little notes in here. It's fun. I wish I could talk to you while you're in there, but yeah, I put my notes up and I can't read the chat room at the same time. Yeah. And again, just check out the Patreon. See what you think. I have a video posted there. One of the interviews I did today is already posted up there for the Patreon guests to read. That's not going to air until the 30th. So you would get early access to that, too. So, okay. I'll right, shut up everybody. now. If you Good like night, the everybody. show, share. Yes, if you like the show. Oh, thumb ups. Yeah, give us a thumb up. Yes, yes, thumb up. And you can find us. You can find California Haunts at... On Facebook, you can find California Haunts Radio on Facebook. You can find California Haunts on t on TikTok. You can find California Haunts on Twitter. You can find California Haunts, or, I'm sorry, Cal Haunts on Twitch. And of course, we have a meetup for California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team and YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at California Haunts Radio. <sighs> okay, that's done. And if you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. We are equal opportunity here. We're trying to get the word out. I want to reach that thousand subscriber mark you know, at Christmas time. It'd be a great Christmas present to hit that over on YouTube. I'm pushing real hard for that. So if you guys haven't signed, haven't subscribed already on YouTube, please do. If you're watching from Facebook and you uh, haven't followed, please do that as well. Okay? Anyway, I will see you guys, and let me get you Nancy's information. Okay, websites, nancymats.com, all lowercase, nancymatsauthor.com, the N, M, and A are capped, and you've got youtube.com forward slash nancymatspsychic, and the N, M, and P are capitalized. Books, help, get me out of this funk, Nancy Mats. Two Worlds, Developing Your Psychic Skills, Nancy Matz. And The Unwilling Sacrifice, Nancy Matz. I heard that. And you can get these books at Amazon. <laughs> I thought your chair was squeaky for a second. I thought it was a cat. It was cat, yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Pamela, for the uh, for the heart. Thank you guys for showing me some love tonight. Thank you so much. All right. Well, I will see you guys. Have a great couple days, and I'll see you Sunday night. Bye. Good night, everyone. Bye.